This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. So before we jump into this episode, just a little extra warning here. We will be briefly discussing sexual abuse in this episode. Hello and welcome to Technical Difficulties, the podcast, where we try to record shit and it just doesn't work. And then we can never replicate the the issue. Yeah. And (laughs) we don't know what went wrong, why it went wrong. And we're just haunted by it for the rest of our lives now. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, you are. I, well, I am, because I have to oh, run yeah, this no, shit. So you're haunted by technical difficulties for the podcast. I'm haunted by tech, technical difficulties for the stream. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. We, we both have our problems. Yeah. Uh, this is a page too far, the show where each week one of us reads a book and then tells the other all about it. Will it be bad? Will it be good? Let's find out. My name is Gohan, son of Goku. And this is my co-host, the new 2022 Honda Insight. I don't have a D20. A D20? An insight. Oh, for an Insight check. <laughs> That's a niche joke. This is a guaranteed pass, man. You can't go wrong with the new 2022 Honda Insight. Check it out, I guess. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not an ad. Um, so, uh, this week I picked a book from an author we have already read from. Ooh, okay. Okay. And I want to know if... You can remember who it is. Remember the name of the author? Uh, well, I'll give you the name of the author. Oh, and remember the book. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, the name of the author, no chance. I'm willing to bet you will, but let's see. Okay. The author's name is Tannis Hallowell. Oh, Tannis was... Ah, it wasn't the Leprechaun, was it? It, it was the Leprechaun. It was. It was Summer okay. of the Leprechauns. It was either the Leprechauns or the Crystal Skulls. Yeah. It, it was one of those two. Her name might be Tanis. I don't know. I think it's Tannis. <laughs> Tannis sounds better. Yeah, so when when I initially checked her out, she had another book that also looked interesting. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one I'm going to read. It is titled Hybrids, subtitle So You Think You Are Human. I remember you talking I don't I don't remember if you talked about this in the episode or if I looked it up cuz I asked if she had any other books. You might you might have cuz I have a small memory of you saying you wanted to read it. Yeah, yeah, and then I just completely forgot. Yeah. Uh I'm so I'm glad you picked it up. Do you remember anything about Summer with a Leprechaun? I remember a surprising amount about it. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember her talking about hybrids? Uh, hybrids, not so much. Okay. It, it was very minor in yeah, that book. I, rem- I, I think I remember you mentioning it, but mm-hmm. I remember more about the actual Leprechauns and how they absorb the energy from food, <laughs> yes. which was... Just a fascinating concept. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, and then they told her to go out and like sit in a graveyard or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and she fought off ghosts. Yeah. And uh, that was great. Yeah. A hybrid is just human mixed with another being. Oh, okay. Like a merman or a... Yes, uh, yes. I was going to say a centaur, but I was thinking of a minotaur. Guess what? All of all of those hybrids. all of those are in this book. <laughs> so you're not wrong. Those yeah. are all elements to this book. Of all the authors that we've talked that we've like talked about, yeah. I would love to have just have a chat with her. I would too. Yeah. It's a, the, <clears throat> it'd be that would be so special. Yeah. <laughs> that would be special. Yeah. She's she's kind of old now though. I don't know if she would uh, care to talk to anyone who has a podcast. These were written in like the 90s, right? Or the, the first one wasn't written in the 90s, but this is definitely 10 years after the Leprechaun book. Okay. This was written in 2015. Ah, okay. So this okay. is way later. Uh, it was published by Way Shower Enterprises. Oh. I don't remember if the other book was published by them. I don't think it was. I think it was a different company. Doesn't sound familiar. And the book is 192 pages long. 
Nice. And it's actually 192 oh, wow. pages long. There's no Not like most woo-woo books. Yeah, no, there's no like diagrams or yeah. empty pages, like it's all book. The the Leprechaun book was like that too, right? It was all Yeah, yeah, it, it, there, was, there was a couple pictures. I think they're at the very end though. Yeah. Cuz like there was a picture of like the cat the cottage. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh this this does have at the end of the book it has kind of like an index for oh, terms sure. yeah. and stuff. Uh so that's like 5 pages, but that's it's not too bad. So let's dive in. Hybrids, so you think you are human. So there's something special about this book. If you remember uh, Summer with the Leprechauns, by mm-hmm. the end of it, she had a new friend. And her friend was Lloyd, the Leprechaun. Okay. Not his real name, but we can't know his real name. R- right, 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 right. Uh, she knows his real name, but she's not going to tell us. So yep. it's Lloyd, for all intents and purposes. Uh, and they're road trip buddies. He teleports her all over the world, apparently. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, they have fun adventures. So this book is co-written by Lloyd. Oh, wow. So every chapter has a couple pages by Lloyd. We're, we're getting into the, um, the LBU, the, the Lloyd <laughs> Bibliographical Universe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he, uh, he is, I don't know how to put it. He is insufferable. He's canon. He, oh. He's canon. <laughs> He's insufferable. He's insufferable. He's obnoxious. He's annoying. And he's obviously fake. <laughs> is, it, is is there a clear... I wonder if he's schizophrenic. Is there a clear distinction between who writes when? Yes. His is all italicized. Oh. And he always says, oh, Lloyd here. Oh, interesting. It's like, I know it's fucking Lloyd. You don't have to say that every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I believe you mean uh, dissociative personality disorder, not schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is you hear voices. Uh, well... <laughs> Well, she might be, <laughs> but I'm saying if she's writing it down as the person, then yeah, that's then, then dissociative that's personality. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty much going to just skip over everything Lloyd has to say. Oh, okay. Because I hate it. Sure. And it's, like I said with the first book, she has a way of writing things that is so flowery, so sugary. Yes. It is just so obviously not real. Yeah. You, and, and you said there were like entire chapters of just days that nothing happened, but they were still there. Yeah. Just her mundane. Yeah. I had a vacation in, in Ireland. Yep. And uh, this doesn't have any of that, luckily. Oh, cool. But everything Lloyd says is so like, do you know how the Marvel films have gotten where every main character has to be quirky and snarky, but yeah. also badass? Yeah. And, I watched Doctor Strange the other day. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, no, it's not good. (laughs) It's not good at all. Although I love Sam Raimi and I love the camera work. Oh, visually it was gorgeous. And and the the music fight between him and the other doctor. That was really, that was a good idea. But you know how they, their characters are so bland now and void of personality. They just all have to quip, all have to be the same thing. They're all, I mean, the model worked with Tony Stark, so they all have to. Yeah be like that yeah exactly but so this that's this kind of the same thing mm-hmm. it's like everyone is the perfect amount of snarky and smart but average and i don't know what it is it just sucks the author begins the book mm-hmm. first by establishing that hey lloyd helped me write this and then she establishes her mission statement oh oh okay okay so she was a psychotherapist before all of her adventures with the supernatural right, right. Uh, and she had quit that job and went to Ireland, met the leprechauns. Mm-hmm. She's back in Canada now. And her mission now is to continue psychotherapy, but with the focus of helping people who identify as hybrids oh. and how to deal with that in their life. Oh, does that include furries? 
I I would assume the the way the way things are described in the book. Yeah, uh, it's it's that's an honest question. I'm not making fun of her. Right, right, no, no. Yeah. It's it's people who don't identify as human. They think they're something okay. else. Okay, okay. Uh, so in the kid in, who says in all levels but physical, I am a wolf. Exactly. And yeah. Then, she and she puts that in the framework of you are a hybrid of these mystical beings that I believe in. Ah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and and it's what a very specific psychotherapist. Yeah, and it's weird because the advice she gives them seems like actual therapy. Okay. I mean, I guess if if you're starting in that frame of reference where the person doesn't identify as human, right? Then as long as you're not doing anything to hurt them, right? It's and, I, I'm and, not a therapist. No, no, no. I don't know anything I. about I don't know anything about this stuff. But just from what I've read, it seems like she's taking someone who is having problems and then giving them a framework, even though it's all baloney, mm-hmm. giving them a framework to where they can uh, make adjustments to their life and live in a way that makes them happy and healthy. Right. And it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with anything else, anyone else, you know? Yeah. It's not like, don't, don't force this belief on other people, but you feel this way because I believe you are a hybrid of an angel. And because of that, you should live in this way. Interesting. Which doesn't seem harmful to me. Okay. It's weird. Okay. (laughs) It's weird. Where was I? We gotten more tolerant as the show's gone on. Maybe, maybe just because we've looked into so many crazed people's minds. This just doesn't seem as bad. Exactly. Now we're like, you know what? We'll take this. We'll take it. (laughs) Interesting. She also asks in the foreword of the book, Mm -hmm. if the reader has an inkling of whether or not they are a hybrid. Oh. And she says, at the end of this book, there's a quiz. Oh, so you can know if you're a hybrid or not. So she gives us a little bit of uh, some some clues that you might be a hybrid, right? Okay. Number one is I often feel I don't fit in. I am hypersensitive to violence. Oh, interesting. I am deeply committed to helping the earth. Okay. I would describe myself as an independent thinker. Hmm. I follow my own inner guidance about rightness, even if it goes against the norm. Now, hold, hold up. It's just morals. Now, hold up. <laughs> Now, everyone should listen to their conscience, right? Sure. Yeah. But there is something to be said for going against the norm. And I don't mean like this thing is popular and buying into it. I mean, society has set up rules. Right. And going against those is antisocial behavior. Well, and what what worries me is that she says, I will do what I feel is right. Yeah. Even if it goes against the norm. So like. That's not, it's not inherently a good thing. No, it's not. That's, I mean, <sighs> I'm having trouble framing this because I have a lot of examples coming through my mind at once. Right. Right. Um, but the, the, the person who doesn't take a shower because they yes. just feel like they shouldn't have to, uh, that's not a good thing. You need to clean yourself. Right. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's, 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 it, that, that's where it's affecting people around you negatively. Right. And I also, but I also, I think her. I hope her response to that would be uh, to train your inner voice so that it not necessarily accepts what's normal, but accepts what's healthy. Mm, yeah. So that you at least in that instance, even though even though really what society society says you should be clean, but you should also just be clean because there are a lot of other risks involved if you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that way, 
training your mind or training your conscience towards what society says, but not because society says it, because there's other reasons for it. Right. And I, I hope that those other reasons or um, that that the the frame of living a healthy life is what she lays out or what she lays out, at least in her psychotherapy, if not in this book, because I understand the book is super short. But yeah, basically, I mean, she's uh, she's into vegetarianism, meditation, mm-hmm. like it, it, from what I remember having read it, there is no un, she doesn't promote anything that's unhealthy. I, I that's what I would have expected other than just your perception of things beyond what you can observe. Right. Which whatever just do what you want to do yeah <laughs> like that doesn't affect anybody else so yeah. it's okay and that's not necessarily i'm gonna put an asterisk next to this but it's okay, not necessarily okay. unhealthy uh, yeah if it no. helps you live a better lifestyle yeah so in the first chapter the author talks a lot about human evolution okay and she questions how much of our dna is human dna 100 um, yeah i'll make that real easy for you it's 100 <laughs> percent uh all of it that's how dna works she she doesn't understand the science of dna here right because the problem is it doesn't matter what organism you point to it has dna that we have right literally right. every single living thing shares dna with us yeah and that's just because you can't make certain things without certain building blocks right right, right. there's the what the four the four or three or four strands of Proteins uh, or whatever that yeah, yeah, DNA. proteins and acids that yeah. have to be in organic life. Yeah, so, I like, can't, can't she, remember the names to save my life. She's drawing a conclusion the wrong way here, right? She's like, because we share DNA with other things, we necessarily came from those things, which all life came from a source. And there are right. some things we're more closely related to than other things, right? But that is not necessarily true, right? It doesn't mean that we are uh, that thing, like pigs, right? Aren't pigs yeah. one of the th- the closest things that humans? Yeah, but evolutionarily, we're not that. We didn't close come to that. from a pig. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh yeah. So she's she's a little wonky on the science. Yeah, but uh, I I don't want to talk her too much about that because she doesn't focus on it too heavily. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, uh, she talks about hybridization. Okay, and uh, we've been doing that for millennia. Uh, we cross pollinate plants. Mm-hmm. We breed animals to make new animals. Yeah, that's how we get new peppers. Yeah, exactly. I love them. That with animals, though, it doesn't work so well. Most crossbreeding results in sterile animals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. mules are sterile. The, the liger. Zorse. Yeah, Zorse. They're, they're all sterile animals because it just doesn't work out the way we want. Right. Uh, but at the same time, we have dog breeds that are fully capable of reproducing. We do, but we also have pugs. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, which they... Did you know the pugs are not capable of reproducing on their own? No. It requires medical inter- intervention every time. That's fascinating to me yes that's just another point in my favor of we should abandon the pug yes uh, they 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 can't give natural birth they yeah. die they so are like, a horrible horrible existence yeah for a dog and if you if you take them out like if you were to take a pug for a walk today it would have a very severe chance of dying of heat yeah stroke. it's 100 degrees outside it would die yeah you would have to pour water on it constantly <laughs> yeah uh and i mean just the fact that you're taking a long walk it probably like be short of breath the whole time yeah the poor little guys <laughs> i gotta say though i think they're the cutest dog ever they're adorable but it's a horrible but mistake it's, it's, yeah, it's a horrible mistake and it's a terrible existence for them yeah no it's it's all bad so she takes issue with the fact that some hybrids are sterile because according to her that means that it is not in accordance with the divine law Oh, so you can have hybrids, but if a hybrid is sterile, you did you done messed up. It's an abomination. It's unholy. It should be destroyed. Why is that particular cross an abomination? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She says that's not in accordance with the divine law. Moving on. She doesn't explain that. Great. 
Uh, so this may be my favorite part of the book. Okay. Getting it in early, man. Yeah, yeah. According to her, All right. pigs oh, no. are a hybrid. What? They were created in Atlantis. Okay. And they are a hybrid of animal and man. Which animal? She doesn't say. Oh. An animal that maybe is now extinct. Who knows? Right. And man. And man. Interesting. Well, they do call human beings when, when you eat them. They call them long pork. Long pork. Now, this is why Jews, um, Muslims, and Hindus do not eat pork. Because it's considered the same as human flesh. Yes. Interesting. Now, Jews and Muslims, the reason they don't eat it is because in their text, it, it it's a law. Right. You shouldn't. Right. And there's various reasons. It's It's an unclean animal. Parasites were a big problem back in the day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we we know now how to take care of that. But that was a real danger, so don't do that. Hindus, mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked this up. Hindus don't say shit about eating pigs, right? It's, they have no problem eating pigs. There's, I mean, cows are the big one. Yes, I mean, it's beef. Other, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're very big on vegetarianism, right? 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 Because the the goal is not to harm life. Yeah, but there is no specific mention of pigs yeah. at all yeah <laughs> it's cows it's like cows are sacred i wonder if she just got confused got confused i guess yeah. it's great she then says that the body has a hard time differentiating between the animal part of pork and the human part so pork just sits in the digestive tract and rots can i um can i make a statement of fact here sure that's not true no <laughs> I, I i really like pork yeah. And I eat pork whenever I whenever it's on a menu or something. Yeah, like pork yeah, yeah. chops. Pork's I'll great. take pork chops. I've never had a problem digesting pork bacon. ever. <laughs> yeah, bacon. bacon's amazing. I love bacon. That's interesting. I will give her credit because that's probably the most favorable thing that has ever happened in the show when somebody has mentioned the word Jew. Yes. Yes. And it, when people mention Jew, it's usually really bad. Yeah. Usually has a negative connotation in the context that they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. In this one, she actually talks about something that's real. Yeah. Not for the right reason, but at least the basis was fine. Yeah, at least it wasn't fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I mean, she kind of messed it up a little bit with the Hinduism, but that's fine. So she starts talking about, uh, so you already mentioned that uh, th- there's a reason they call it long pork. Yeah. And she says that pig skin and heart valves are used in transplants. That's true. So that's further proof that they are part human. My dad has a valve from a pig. There you go. Yep. And cannibals describe human flesh as tasting like pork. They do. I have heard that. And they call it long pork. Mm-hmm. She says that in the book. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. Proven. So there are three major categories of hybrids. Ooh. There are elementals, which we talked about extensively right. in Summer with the Leprechaun. Right. Because I talked about uh, uh, Aileron from Carmen's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that includes leprechauns, pixies, uh, goblins, trolls, elves, which there's a bunch of subcategories of elves that I'm not going to get into. Are they Lord of the Rings elves or are they Santa's helper elves or are they like Gaelic? They're like kind of a mix of all of those. Oh, there are what are called royal elves, which are very much like Lord of the Rings elves. Okay. There are forest and tree elves, which are kind of like the Keebler elves. <laughs> they just, they want to take care of the forest. <laughs> They're more they the Hobbit trees. elves. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. There are tree divas. <laughs> These are div- divas and devas. I found all sorts of pronunciations. I, there is no answer for me, which is the correct one. Right, right. That is a very, I think it's from Indian folklore, the diva or the deva. Like uh, uh, actual India, India. Yes, India. Uh-huh. Uh, it's D-E-V-A-S. So okay. whatever you want to say. Sure. And brownies. 
Yeah. You can't say that. <laughs> wow. See, when I think of brownie, I think of uh, brownie scouts, which oh, are the yeah, precursors yeah. to the Girl Scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a German folklore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, they're gnomes, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. Usually they have uh, like a mischievous yes. connotation to them. She says that. They're very mischievous. Yeah. Second category is the human cousins. Oh. Uh, the ones I have written down are inner earthlings. Yeah. This is the uh, slender man looking motherfucker from the Summer of the Leprechauns book that showed up and taught her how to phase through right. objects. Right. So he's a cousin of the humans, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, they were like the earliest beings. They came to the earth first because oh. they had to teach the planet sentience. Do you remember that? I do now. <laughs> Although she kind of contradicts herself because she says they have a different purpose in this book. Huh. Uh, but whatever, whatever you want to say. Well, hey, as the revelation changes, you uh, that's right. You update your knowledge. You you have to bring new shit to the table. Other otherwise, people won't stick around. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is the new version. Yeah, we learned that from Scientology. Well, there's a new new version to that one. I found out. <laughs> really yeah it's called 8 to 80 was the last one we did yeah now there's 8 to 88 oh my god <laughs> we're not i'm not reading it but i my head canon is that he just liked that alliteration much better yeah no it, totally 8 to 88 just rolls off the tongue way better yeah so he's like i'm ah, fuck it i'm gonna redo it yeah again so the human cousins are inner earthlings mer persons okay yep dolphins and whales uh I, I thought a mer person was a cross between a dolphin and a human. Or I mean, I don't know. Like Maybe it is a hybrid of humans, and I don't want to think about how it's, that happened. But anyway, well, I mean, we already know of one story. It involves <laughs> LSD and the government. Mr. John Daisy, look it up. Yeah. It's a real story. Yeah, it's, it's true. Awesome happened. Uh, but no, she she specifically goes into like how um there were mammals that came onto land and mm -hmm. then they're branched. Some went back into the ocean, became porpoise and mammals, which are whales. But that doesn't mean that they're human, right? They're not. They're they're not as close as say primates. So, but she she draws that line there and says they're related to us because of this moment, and she ignores all oh, the other so, moments. Okay, 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 okay. I guess I was confused. You're saying these are these are human cousins, so these are things that are close to human, not things that are yes. part human. Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. I completely misunderstood. Yeah, no, it's... it's uh, So, yeah, none of the things listed so far are part human at all. Okay. It's just beings that are closely related to humans or just sentient beings that aren't related to humans. Okay, right? okay, okay. The third category is star beings. These are probably the farthest removed from human beings, right? That makes sense. So we have angels. We have elves, which they're like related to elementals. They're like the precursor to elementals, I think. Oh. But she just calls them elves. I've never heard that anywhere else. No. We have horuses. Yeah. They're bird people. Yeah. We have pans. I'm just I'm just thinking literal <laughs> pans the whole time. Because you have pansexuals. Yeah. And the joke yeah. is they want to yeah, fuck their, their, their baking pan or exactly. something. Exactly. We have dragons, oh. which there is a book about dragons by a different author, and I really want to get into that at some point. Yeah. Haven't, hasn't happened yet, but we'll get there. That'll be book one of uh, of stage three of this show. Bees. Like, just bees. Yes, bees. Okay. They're star beings. Love it. I love it, too. Save it also, the bees. It also makes sense in Jupiter Ascending how they will follow the queen. That's true. And <laughs> That's true. This, so. this, this is canon in the Jupiter Ascending yeah. universe. Yeah, it all connects. Uh, we should totally do a commentary on that. God, we've already paid for it. We, yeah, we already watched it once. That was bad enough. But uh, uh, Anunnaki's. What? You might have heard of these. No. No? Okay. <laughs> there Sounds are, like a Pokemon. The, this is one of the most popular race of beings as far as UFO belief systems go. 
Okay. So if you ever get into deep shit about space aliens who have already visited Earth yeah. and hybrid programs between Earths and extraterrestrials, Anunnaki's are a big part of that. Uh, and the last one is uh, like centaurs, minotaurs, all the Greek tars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those guys. Uh, they're, they're star beings, apparently. <laughs> oh, I would have thought those would be the hybrids. Uh, yeah, no, those, I mean, if you follow Greek mythology, they are hybrids. Yeah. They are, uh, a god came down and he fucked an animal. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the vast majority of this book is the author talking in detail about the personality traits of hybrids being people who have traits from other beings, right? Right. And then she she gives details on cases she has as a psychotherapist. Oh. So real people giving their testimony about what it's like living as a hybrid, how they came to learn they're a hybrid. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because there is some dark shit. I can imagine. These are therapy sessions. Right. Right. I hope she asked for consent. She claims she has. Okay. She claims she has gotten consent before putting in the book, but I'm not going to talk about it because it's a lot of sexual abuse. Uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I, my heart goes out to these people Mm -hmm. because they are looking for answers Mm -hmm. and she, I mean, she's helping them, I guess. But a lot of the, a lot of this, I was like, you should also see an actual therapist, right? Alongside this, right? Because she is not, as far as I know, as far as the book goes, she is not delving into those issues, right? She is saying, well, she's kind of putting a bandaid on it, yeah, and she's kind of sidestepping that, yeah, and, and she she's more focused about their future, not dealing with the past, right? Right. Whereas a real therapist would kind of start start at the present work yeah. backwards. It's like, let's starting at the present work. Let's forwards, start picking but, this stuff. Like yeah. start taking this off your shoulders. Let's talk about this and yeah. settle this first. So the first one is one of her patients is named Sally. Hmm. I go into some of her patients and then as the book goes, I just, I'm, I just completely drop that. The next one. Yeah. Because they're like, most of what they say isn't interesting at all. It's we don't like, even know if they're their real names. Or... Right. And it's just actual problems yeah. people have. It's yeah. not that interesting as far as this stuff goes. Yeah. And we don't have any, we don't have any real credentials or any fake credentials yeah. to uh, give any opinions on. on yeah. What, so I was like, I'll focus on the people woo-woo. are really going through. Yeah, yeah. I'll focus on the woo woo and drop the rest. Yeah. So Sally is a patient of hers and she is a leprechaun hybrid. Oh. And uh, she, according to her, she developed troll qualities earlier in life. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so do most people in Reddit, but. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but le- leprechaun hybrids have a good sense of humor. Mm hmm. They tend to be very scholarly. Hmm. They want to learn as much as they can. I think you mean, they want to learn as much as they can. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. She says her uncle was very much a leprechaun as well. Oh, no. And to, and to evidence this, uh-huh. she says that in his later years, when he started getting up there in yeah. age, yeah, yeah. he would greet the nurse. So he has a nurse come in every morning. Right. He would greet the nurse at the door every morning completely naked. <laughs> Sally, I think your uncle was just horny. I think he was a pervert. And he was at the age where he was like, fuck it. If you put me in prison, I'll just die. Exactly. Let's get this done. Exactly. Uh, but if you remember, I mean, Leprechaun Lloyd also got naked and just jumped in the tub with her. So yeah. it kind of yeah. makes sense. You yeah. Know? Oh, God. I completely forgot. I didn't put this in my notes, but the author actually goes into how she was also sexually abused when she was younger. Oh, no. So there are their issues, man. Oh. That is probably why all of this is happening. Yeah. Uh, but could be. Fucking hell. I forgot how heavy this book was when I read it. Oh, I was man. like, I was like, I don't want to talk about this shit. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so then we move on after Sally. Uh, we tar- start talking about brownie hybrids. Mm-hmm. 
and and this is more like brownies are a part of the pixie family. So this is also a little bit on pixie people. Okay, but there's a some things that are unique to brownies. Yes, it's yeah. very much strong with brownies. They are servants. They want to serve others and oh. help others. Okay, like they're they're helpers. I, I guess a better that. way to put that. Uh, they tend to marry angel or dragon hybrids. Oh, I don't I don't remember why. <laughs> that's that's mentioned because they want to be served. Uh, well, they want to help. No, I mean the dragon. And, oh, dragon yeah, yeah, hybrid yeah, yeah. wants to be served, and the brownie wants to serve. If I remember right, I think it's because angels and dragons are also very much inclined to help people. Oh. So that they are attracted to that. That doesn't track with mythological dragons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then pixie hybrids generally are more childlike and feel attraction towards children. I hate it. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad tennis. Bad. They they prefer the outdoors to the indoors. Okay. Uh, very much in tune with nature. And they're usually very independent. They're like, I want to do what I want to do, and I want to go hang out with kids. Outside. Outside, away from people. Oh, no. Sophie, another patient, hmm. is a pixie hybrid, and she suffers from, I didn't know this was a thing, mm. but this is a real thing, seasonal affective disorder, or sad. So, depending on the season. It means during the winter, you become depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard of that. I didn't know that was the yeah. name for it's it. It's a but, real thing. It's yeah. a real thing. I just think it's funny that the acronym it's called is sad. sad. <laughs> I have been officially diagnosed with the big sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says her body doesn't tolerate human food and then refuses to elaborate. <laughs> oh. I don't know what she's talking about. She just says it doesn't tolerate human food and then moves on. She she's actually she might. She be, has celiacs. I was gonna say she she could have celiacs, or she might be. Uh, what what was the word? Bulimic. That could be, the, the, but I thought bulimic was more. You do it on purpose. Yeah, but there could be a psychological issue where she feels like she has to. That's true. That's so true. If she believes she can't tolerate it, then she'll try to throw it up. Right. Uh, so I'm not sure. That's something you should talk to an actual therapist about. There could also be the uh, just the the fact that she eats like an all organic diet. Like, yeah. Nuts and berries and all that. Maybe, that, maybe she's just not getting good nutrition. It's right. Well, I mean, that's the big problem. Oh, or you're, you're saying the though, definition right? of human food is different. I'm, yeah, I'm saying the definition of human food is different. I'm saying so nothing she's, processed, nothing, nothing processed, nothing like that. So then, when she tries to eat oh. it because she's not used to having it, um, I didn't think of that. that. That's probably it. Yeah, it's like when you give up soda and then you go back to it after like a month yeah. and it just doesn't taste good. It's just syrup. Yeah. I'm like ugh. Hans. Hans is the next patient here. He is a goblin hybrid. Goblins love to fuck with people. Oh, you should have just I left said, off the with people. <laughs> because then I'd have said goblin dis dick. <laughs> there, there are other hybrids that like to fuck. It's not the, the goblins. They like to, to troll people, as it were. Yeah. Even though trolls aren't like that, apparently, in her canon. Well, there's trolling and there's trolling. Yeah, yeah. And there's trolling. There is trolling. <laughs> For fish. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but goblins like to mess around. They're pranksters. Okay. Uh, Hans himself, this this is almost word for word. Oh. He has a crooked nose. So he broke his nose? Well, no. He uh, Apparently he was like born this way. So his nose was broken when he was born. Sure. He has a crooked nose because he was a king's jester in a past life. No. no I'm, see, I'm sorry. That's not why your nose is crooked. Uh, could you explain how he... 
connected those dots there. Because, I don't know. To, a crooked, I, I don't even have like a joke reason. Yeah, no, it's, a, a, okay, a crooked nose is not a defining characteristic of a jester. I don't right. know where he got that Maybe idea. a bad one. Yeah. The, I mean, if jester's getting punched, he's not a good jester. Right. All right, troll hybrids. Okay. I think this is when I just dropped patience. And yeah, like, and just, just went on to different on hybrid hy- stuff. Yeah. yeah. So troll hybrids, they are honest, oh. fair, oh. but they're often loners. Oh. They yeah. like spending time on their own. They're usually physically stronger than most people. Okay. Uh, and you can always count on a troll, right? Oh. Don't take that as advice for real life on the internet. Yeah, no. Don't, don't count. You can't count on a troll. The one thing you can count on them to do is lead you on. Is troll. Yeah. Yeah. Elf hybrids. Now, there are subcategories, and I'm not going to go into it because they're all very similar. Elf hybrids are very sensitive to their environment. Mm-hmm. So the way they explain this is like if there's any change in their environment, they'll know. So if there's ah. a, a smell, somebody is vibing weird, they'll pick up on that right away. Okay. That sort okay. of thing. Uh, they have a very low tolerance for stress and responsibility. <laughs> they're not about doing shit. I'm an elf. Yeah. This, this just in? <laughs> I'm, I, I jest. We'll find out at the very end. I je- maybe I'm a goblin. I jest. Uh, elf hybrids are very susceptible to addiction. Mm. So because they're so sensitive, mm-hmm. everything has a bigger impact on them. Okay. So addiction okay. is way stronger. And addiction is way stronger. And I imagine there may also be something in there about sensory overload. So yeah. they look for something to dull it. Possibly, and then yeah. get addicted. Oh, man. The one thing... That all of these testimonials have in common mm-hmm. with all of her patience. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't put a qualifier in there. All the elf testimonials. Okay. Okay. So all of the patients that identify as elves, the one thing they have in common is they're all very narcissistic. Oh. <laughs> uh, I all thought right. that was a very curious thing. That is very interesting. Yeah. And maybe that's a trait that she... Like she didn't put in her book, but maybe but, it's something she associates. Yeah. With. She's like, oh, they're, they're talking about themselves a lot. They're probably elves. So if you find somebody who's very environmentally conscious and very sensitive to like caffeine or something like that, um, but they're really a good person and they're about serving others. Um, would you just say that they're an elvish impersonator? Um, she would probably just shuffle them into like gnomes or something. She okay. would tweak it a bit to fit. Yeah. One thing you're going to learn by the end is that. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are, how you feel, you fit into every single one of these categories. Oh. And that's by design. I mean, that's, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. I talk about, I describe all these hybrids and you're like, ah, people. (laughs) They're all people. (laughs) I get it. So David hybrids, David, fuck me. (laughs) David gets around, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deva hybrids dedicate themselves to cleaning and nurturing the earth. Oh, okay. So these guys are the most hardcore. Yeah. So uh, that's as much as we we're talking about the elemental hybrids. Right. Now on to human cousin hybrids. Uh-huh. I'm curious about the porpoises. So the inner earthling hybrids, they're very introverted and asocial. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. They commonly have poor eyesight and sensitive skin. That also tracks. It tracks. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're mole people. Yeah. Okay, so I read this book a few days ago. Yeah. And because of scheduling conflicts, we couldn't record until now. Right. And I wrote something in the notes, and I don't know, I don't remember what it nice. is. Nice. What you got? I said, Janice is a weak-ass loser. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Janice is probably the name of the patient. She's uh, I th- okay. Yeah, I think I kind of remember now. I think Janice is a patient who just has poor eyesight. She has sensitive skin. Yeah, she is really weak, and she's she, also a. I was going to say asexual, asocial. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, well, there is asexual meaning you don't want to have sex, right? Which she could be, could be, but that's not what you said, right? So. She's not a social person. Yeah. She has trouble maintaining relationships, yeah. and because of all this, she believes she is an inner Earthling hybrid. She needs to move to Canada and organize a mansion for six months. Right. She also needs an actual therapist yeah. to help her build up her self-image. Yeah. Like confidence. Like, God damn. <laughs> uh, the next one is giants. Oh, dope. I, I have in parentheses Bigfoot Yeti. Oh, dope. Because she believes that they are the giants. All right. They might be giants. They, they, they're they baby giants. The sun is a massive. Uh, giant hybrids don't like to take directions from others. They're, they're, okay. they're also fiercely independent. Yeah. Uh, they tend to be very tall and mm-hmm. stronger than most, but they have they, they have feelings like uh, they they have self image problems uh, as well. So they they feel like they They're very camera shy. They can't. They are very <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They have feelings that they can't be loved. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's why every time someone meets Bigfoot, he just flips out and well, runs away. He wants their beef jerky. He does though. Yeah, <laughs> he wants. That that Jack Lang's. I That's what it was. I couldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember Lanks, the man. brand for my to save classic, my life. dude. Mer people. I'm excited for this one too. Okay, now I I have quoted the book word for word here. Oh, I love it. It is commonly thought that there are four major races of humans. Okay. White. Uh huh. Black. Uh huh. Yellow. Oh no. And red. Oh no. However, there is another race. The green race. Oh, no. They are the mermaids and mermen. End quote. Uh, now. She was doing so well. She was doing pretty well. She wasn't racist at all up until this point. Yeah. We complimented her. We did. Tannis. So, unfortunately, I think most people take issue with being described as a color. Right. Except for white people. Except for white people. You can call me white. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. And, and I've met a lot of black people that want to be called black, yeah, but yeah. there are some that don't, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, nobody wants to be called yellow or red. Yeah. <laughs> Literally nobody ever. It's the, uh, it's the, it's the, the Jesus loves little children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So merpersons are, or I should, uh, so, sorry, merperson hybrids mm-hmm. are kind, gentle, and very loyal. Oh. The author then says these hybrids tend to be in the military. What? Seem, seems a little conflict. I get the loyal. Yeah. But the rest of it. Kind and gentle. Uh, there are very kind and gentle people in the military. That's true. But that's not what you think of when you think military. That's not what they look for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is not a trait they look for. In They look for people who are fierce, who take charge, run to the front. And who who listen. And yeah, listen, take orders, lead. Um Gentle people, in my experience, don't do well yeah. in military training. Yeah. In my experience. I have known people who have tried getting in the military, and that's it's not my experience, but it's secondhand experience. There. Right. Dolphin hybrids will often be attracted to healing professions. Interesting. Yeah, she has something. Why? I mean, she says that dolphins and whales are psychic, and they can heal people just by being around them. I mean, they're they're fabled to be good luck. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure just the fact that the person is getting out is what's healing them and not the fact that they're getting out with a dolphin. Uh, who knows? I don't know. 
Who am I to say? This is my psychic support therapy dolphin. (laughs) I got to take my therapy dolphin on the plane. You guys have to accommodate for my therapy dolphin. scene from the boys on the dolphin (laughs) truck. (laughs) Dolphin hybrids are also very social. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Whale hybrids carry ancient memories of the earth within their subconscious. Oh. And this is a thing that she believes whales do as well. Mm -hmm. Whales have the knowledge of the history of the entire earth, even though whales haven't been there for the whole history of the entire earth. Yeah. Whale hybrids tend to have difficulty making decisions on their own. Really? Yes. You would think with the infinite knowledge of the world. Well, maybe it's, it's like, it's, uh, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's a option paralysis or decision paralysis, something like that. Analysis paralysis. Look at my dialysis. I don't know. I don't dialysis know. paralysis. There's something wrong with that that dialysis. Yeah. There's something wrong yeah. with that, that plasma there. Yeah, so they tend to be kind of codependent on other mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Now on to star beings. Hmm. Hybrids. Angel hybrids have good hearts and okay. people are naturally drawn to them. Oh. She describes this as the person who you go to a party and it's the the first person that catches your eye who usually has a crowd around them. Mm. So I would guess someone who's very charismatic, someone yeah. who's genuinely a good person that everyone's like, ah, yeah, you can trust them. You can rely on them. Hmm. That's uh, it's an angel hybrid. There's a flaw about angel hybrids, though. Just one? They uh, This is the only one she talks about, I think. Um, but angel hybrids become obsessive perfectionists. Ah. And according to her, it's because they've seen perfection. Okay. So they know what is perfect and what's not. Yeah. So they hyper-focus on everything is always flawed. It's not good enough. Because we're on Earth. Nothing is good enough. What a horrible way to live. Uh, It is. But I can also relate. Because I never feel anything I've done is good enough. I can always be better. Uh, And you know what? That's a problem with making content. Yeah. That is a real roadblock that you just have to fucking shut up and put it out there. Yep. Because you will never get anything done because it's never going to be good enough. Exactly. So horse hybrids, bird people. Right. Right. They have the gift of clear sight. They can see through visions and Mm. glimpses the future and the past. And it also says they are very well anchored in the present. Oh. Because they can see the future and the past. Dragon hybrids. I really want to know who fucked a dragon. (laughs) I really want to know that. Dragon hybrids are wise and benevolent. Oh. Except that nobody is born wise and benevolent. No, so, no. Uh, benevolent maybe, but not wise. But in order to be born benevolent, you have to have something to give. Yeah, no, benevolence is more, like, you have to be in a position of power, right? Yeah. You have to be able to, it, it's kind of like the, like the traditional definition of meekness, which the definition has changed, but it used to mean someone who has power and chooses not to use it. Mm-hmm. Strikes under control. Exactly. That's yeah. what meekness. And I think a benevolence is kind of like that. It's like you have the power to do whatever you want with a person, but you choose to do the best for them. Right. That's benevolence. Right. right. Regardless of what they do. Benevolence, I think, right. also has an attitude of like forgive and forget. Uh, I love all of these little side discussions we're having in this episode. It's great. This is a fantastic episode so far. There, there's a problem, though. Oh. Oh, no. And it kind of clashes with what she just said. Do they have heartburn? <laughs> they lack love and gentleness. Oh, no. <laughs> they're benevolent, okay. but they're not loving. Hmm. Figure that one out. Centaur hybrids are born teachers. Yeah, that tracks. They're excellent guides and gifted healers. You just read Harry Potter. Well, Greek mythology as well. But oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Uh, centaur hybrids uh, are also very sexually active. Oh. Uh, they love to bang. Huh. 
And there was a little bit of that with elves, not so much. Yeah. Like centaurs are the king of banging. Huh. Uh, and then elves are a little bit more promiscuous than the rest of them. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to lay a fact on you. D- hit me. That you're going to have to absorb before we go into the, ne- the next part, okay? My mind is open. So bees. Uh-huh. They're from Venus. Do you mean Venus? <laughs> from the planet Venus. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you absorbed that into your brain? I've, I've got it. Bees are from Venus. Okay, good. So they came to Earth. How? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're bees. They fly. There you go. Oh, you got me? <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> so they came to Earth from Venus to keep the Earth from sinking into darkness. Oh, very much like unicorns. Yeah, yep, and uh, that's that's about all there is. Um, <clears throat> so bee hybrids. Do bees have lungs? No. Uh, How do insects breathe? Insects, well, they cycle air continuously through their bodies. Oh. Um, so there's little valves on their, their abdomen usually. Yeah. And some it's on their legs. Kind of like airborne gills? Kind of, yeah. Like each each valve has its own little pump, and they just continuously circle oxygen through their body. I'm sad I didn't learn about this when I read an entire book about bees. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, that and I think that's also kind of why uh, a lot of insects, bees, like will pulse a little bit. Ah, so okay. It's kind of working there. Okay. It, so it's, there's no lung, but there's muscles that are yeah, taking yeah, yeah. care of the same stuff. So yeah, they came to Earth to keep the Earth from sinking into darkness, whatever the fuck that means. And bee hybrids mm-hmm. are quick-witted, they talk and move very quickly, and they often have long marriages. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I guess. Okay. okay. Uh, and bee hybrids are also talented actors. So, so Kit Harrington, there's a there's a there's a train of thought here. Okay, Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow, yes, who's Half of his dialogue is just my queen. That's just because he's a bee. Because he wants the queen. Yeah, that's sure. That's great. And bees don't have knees, so he can't bend it. I figured it out. Kit Harrington's a bee person. That's I need to post that on Freak Folk and see if people go. <laughs> Again, I asked the question. Yeah. Who fucked a bee? Yeah. How yeah. does that happen? Yeah. How do their DNA get, do they, when they sting you, can they inject DNA? That's a good question. A pregnant woman got stung in the belly. Uh-huh. 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 Superheroes were born. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Super bee rose. Now, the question is, can a person be a good actor without being a bee hybrid? Oh, I mean, I'm going to say yes, but it's going to be harder. Right. Yeah, they yeah, They have yeah. to work for it. They have to go... To a training seminar hosted by a bee. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, you guys doing it all wrong. Here's what you station. do. You have to flap your wings really hard. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. All right, the last one is the Anunnaki hybrids. Yes. They are strong-willed and have the mental strength for strategy and long-term planning. No. Oh. These hybrids are probably autistic. See, she was doing so well. She had an entire book that was fine. She has ups and downs, man. And then it was great, and then it was bad, and then it was neutral, and then it was bad, and then it was neutral, and now it's just all so bad. Yeah, and like, it very clearly highlights that she doesn't understand autism. Right. Because a lot of autistic people can't do long-term planning. Yeah, yeah. They're, They're famously 
only concerned with like what's in front of them. Right, the present moment and how it compares to the previous present moment. Exactly. And yeah. like and and they do have like rhythms they get in right. and things that they like to do. Right, but that's not planning. Right. No, that's that's more like uh that, that they're not consciously making the decision that I am going to do this continuously. Right. It is it like this feels comfortable. Right. And anything else is scary and right. I'm going to stick with this. Like it's a, a survival instinct. What I mean, you would think I would think that a psychotherapist would know that. Yeah, man. She's more psycho than therapist. That's all I can say. Nailed it. <laughs> Lobbed it up in the air and you just hit it straight out of the I park. I could serve myself, motherfucker. Actually, you technically served that, didn't you? That's what I said. I lobbed it and you, and you just nailed it. Sorry. I didn't mean to trample all That's over okay. your contribution here. That's okay. We're a team here. <laughs> uh, so Anunnaki hybrids can also be very arrogant and use their logical skills to dominate others. Does that sound like an autistic person? No. I, I know it's a spectrum. Right. And maybe someone can point out an example. But as far as I know, that is the opposite of what most autistic people are. The like, only... the only thing that i can think is like an autistic child if they have severe autism the parents are kind of dominated by that in that they they have to devote Mm, their entire lives to it but that's not intentional by the person right 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 and they're not they're not arrogant and no they're not they're they a lot of times have like well i mean i guess they they will be like self-absorbed it i mean it depends how much autism you have yeah i guess anyone can be arrogant and it's not their fault like arrogance i i associate with a negative connotation yeah. because it's a it's a trait of a person that they are choosing to be that way yeah that's a learned but, thing that's not like nobody is born arrogant yeah but yeah not autism even if like even if you are only concerned about yourself in that way that's not your fault right yeah i don't get it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's, all right and uh and that that is all the notes i've written down nice so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the quiz i'm so excited for this the new 2022 Honda Insight. Yes. Are you ready for this quiz? I am so ready. Gohan, son of Goku, son of Grandpa Gohu, Gohan. <laughs> son of Bardock. Well. A famous scientist. Yeah, but but he, Bardock didn't raise him. That's true. So like, it would be Bardock, Gohan. Bardock may be his father, but he's not his daddy. <laughs> uh, all right. Number one. Do you have a tendency towards addictions, i.e. drugs, alcohol, sex? No. Okay. Number two. Have you been interested in stories about fairies and elves from an early age? Yes. Number three. Do you sometimes wish you could go to a magical land of beauty and fantasy? Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every time I turn on the, my computer and look at the news, I'm like, God, I need to escape to a land of fantasy. Like, dude, Narnia would be great. Middle yeah. Earth would suck. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Do you have artistic gifts in music, painting, dance, craft, etc.? Yes. Number five, would you describe yourself as amoral, androgynous, or sexually ambiguous? Those are all different things. They are all different things. It's a very, very narrow, broad. but also wide spectrum. Yeah, no, it's um, like, do you, no. do you generally feel ambiguous? No. No, okay. Number six, are you highly sensitive to others' vibrations? Interpret that how you will. No. Okay. Number seven, are your senses of sight and hearing overly acute or sensitive? Hell no. Yeah, I said the same. I'm like, hell no. I can't hear very well out my right ear. What? <laughs> <laughs> gets I, me every time. I, it does. I, it gets a lot of people every time because you're conditioned to respond to it. That's why yeah, it's no, funny. Totally. Um, I'm wearing the thickest glasses yeah. <laughs> in the world right now. 
Number eight, are your interests often ahead of mainstream culture in areas such as light, alternative energy sources, workings of the brain, and or higher states of consciousness? Again, interpret it how you will. No. Okay, no. Number nine, would you describe yourself as an introvert and do you have a strong need for aloneness? See, that's a hard one because I think I am introverted in that I like being alone, but when I'm out in a crowd, I am a social butterfly. Hmm. Okay. So it's more the changing state that I don't like. So, but I'm going to say no, because I think, I think when she says introvert, she's not thinking, she's thinking of somebody who, when they're at a a party or when they're at a gathering or whatever, wouldn't socialize like me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Number 10, do you often relate better to animals or books than to humans? I relate better to humans because of my books. All right. So answer no. Yeah. Number 11, do you need to be touched to be healthy, such as through massages and hugs? I need hugs. Okay. Yep. Number 12, do you feel a deep kinship with water beings such as dolphins and whales? I used to want to be a marine biologist. Yeah. But no. That's actually a fascinating field of study. Yeah. Because we it just know doesn't so, pay. No, it doesn't pay. But there are, you can go on YouTube right now. I recommend everyone listening to this do this. Go on oh, yeah, YouTube yeah. and look up deep sea yep. stream. Yep. Because they, they stream whenever they go exploring. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating and it's wildly entertaining because you have these really smart people that have really funny jokes about the things they find. Yeah, they're just, they, they have like the... They have the worst senses of humor. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's, then whatever they come across, they just fucking roast. Yeah. There's like, oh my God, what an ugly son of a bitch. It's so funny. I love this. You will lose hours and yes, hours I have. in those streams. I have. And it's, and mm-hmm. it's fascinating. It's like, there is something that I had no idea could exist. And I just learned that it can. Yeah. This yeah. little spindly nothing. It looks like trash, but it's a living thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, they find trash and it's so depressing. Yes. The, the, there is trash at literally every inch on the earth right now. Yep. It, there's nowhere it's not. It's, it's like putting a, uh, putting a can of Coke in a hydraulic press. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all, it's always like stuck to the bottom. Like yeah. Completely flat. So depressing. Is it important that you live near water and swim or bathe in it often? Yes. Number 14. Are you working in a healing profession, either physically or emotionally? Technically, yes. Number 15, does disharmony in your environment deeply upset you? Yes. Number 16, do you feel strongly that you come from another solar system? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Number 17, is your relationship with spirit, and I think she means God. Okay. She says spirit so that it's more acceptable, but whoever they're talking to, right? Capital S. Yes, it is capitalized. Is your relationship with spirit primary in your life, even ahead of marriage and children? Yes. Number 18, do you feel you know better than others what is good for them? Sometimes. Number 19, do you feel that you are here to serve others rather than to serve your personal goals? Yes. Number 20, do you find it difficult waiting for others to catch up to what you know to be true? Yes. Number 21, do you think quicker than others? Do your mental capacities outpace other people? Yes. Number 22, do you have a strong mental capacity to conceptualize and strategize quicker and more thoroughly than other people? Yes. Number 23, are you impatient with people's ability to keep up with you mentally? I feel like we already asked this, kind of. It's a very similar question, but I'm going to say yes. Okay. Number 24, do you find it difficult working with others unless you are the boss or do you prefer to work on your own? No, I, I I can work with the team whether I'm the lead or not. 
Number 25, do you have difficulty surrendering your will to either a higher power or to authority figures unless they have proven they deserve your respect? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. That's not very logical. No. That's very I mean, like, if, a, if a cop comes up to me yeah. <laughs> and says, do something, I'm going to do it. He doesn't have to prove himself to me. Yeah, no, that's a lot of ego. Yeah. That's like, you yeah. have to, it's like, who the fuck are you that I have to prove myself to you? I'm your manager. Suck it up. Yeah. Like, or you're <laughs> just fired. How about that? I mean, yeah. Number 26. Do you have difficulty saying no? No, you don't. I know that for a fact. <laughs> it's very true. Number 27. Would you rather help individuals than a group? Would I rather help individuals than a group? I don't have a preference. Both are good. I've helped individuals and I've helped groups. I would rather work on an individual basis. That doesn't surprise me. I can measure the impact better that way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking about this. From, so I've been a camp counselor for right. a group of kids and I've also been a trainer at my job one-on-one -on -one. and I can do both. I don't have a preference mm -hmm, to either mm -hmm. one. Both of them are necessary. I guess if I had a preference, uh, if I had to have one, I'd probably pick the individual for the same reason. Like you said, it's easier to judge where the person is. Right. Okay. We'll do a, a tentative yes on there. Yeah. Number 28. Are you drawn to serve those in difficulty, weaker or suffering? Yeah. Number 29. Do you have perfect standards for yourself and are hard on yourself when you fall short? No. Number 30. Do you think of yourself as a defender of those who cannot defend themselves? Yes. Time for scoring. Your score is 17. Okay. Now, this is this is weird, and I don't know why she decided to score this way. Okay. But based on how many of these you've answered yes to will determine what hybrid you are. Oh, okay. But there doesn't seem to be an actual correlation between the answers and the hybrid. Right. It's just this is the way it is. Not There's yes. no reason behind it. Right. And maybe she tried to order the question so it did line up with hybrids, but maybe there's still conflicting yeah. answers here. So, because you got a 17, that means that you are a star being hybrid. Oh, okay. That's about as specific as it gets. Oh. <laughs> so you could be related to bees. Who knows? I, <gasps> buzz, buzz. My, uh, my answer was, I got between six and 10. I think mine was 10. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means I have an ancestry of either an inner earthling or a giant. Oh. Uh, and giant... That's much more specific. I can see it because it's like the giants are very solitary. You're tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> That's about as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a star system person. So and why, I'm a I'm a giant. Why is yours specifically giant and mine is so vague? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. What were you expecting? <laughs> I was expecting at least a decent answer. No, sorry. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what the phrase "zub zub" is? No, I don't. It's a it's a bee flying backwards. It's very good. That I'm actually going to go out and get that tattooed on my arm now. <laughs> zub zub or it's the whole joke? The whole joke. Just, <laughs> yeah, just all the way Do you down know what my the arm. the phrase zub zub is? It's a bee flying back. <laughs> the fiend. fiend. The, that's it. Wow. What an interesting episode. Yeah, man. This was all over the place. Like uh, the, the book itself was mediocre, yeah. but it gave a lot of good material for us to branch out on. Yeah, there was a lot of side yeah, sideboard yeah. discussions there. But we still we it was side discussions relative to the topic. I think we did yeah. pretty good on this one. Yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. I'm going to high five. Okay, high five. That was a terrible high five. There we go. That was exactly <laughs> the same sound. It's because both of our hands are so sweaty. Uh so, Gohan, we have a uh, we have a rating system. You may know this. 
I, um, could you refresh my memory? I could actually. It consists of uh, five different hybrids. Okay. Uh, you have. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, you you come on, do something. Uh, so at the at the lowest level of hybrid, you have uh, the Minotaur. Okay. Cliche. Um, right. Not worth anything. Overdone, kind of overdone. Man. There's yeah. nothing good about it. Uh, at at the next level, uh, you have a Centaur, which is just as cliche. But at least they're good for something other than just guarding a labyrinth. Right. Still nobody's favorite. No, nobody, nobody's favorite, except maybe a horse girl. Oh, but like, no. I mean, that should <laughs> that should speak in and of itself. Yeah, definitely. Um, then at, at you know, the middle level, uh, because you know there's five levels. The middle level, you have a mer person. Sure, yeah. Um, which is like they're 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 great, right? They're what the sirens were based yeah, off of. They're there. They're there. <laughs> they 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 draw people in. Uh the second level, you have a reverse mer person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which which is a fish half on top. Okay. Um horrifying, but really interesting. And then on top you have bees. <laughs> well the bees themselves aren't hybrids. They are now. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, they're hybrids you, now. You have okay. I'm gonna redo that. Okay. <laughs> and then on top you have Sean Bean, the bee <laughs> from uh Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. You better, because I got nothing else. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was hard enough thinking of four, even though we discussed a hundred. What would you, little little mini Gohan, what would you uh, give hybrids so you think you're human? You know, I would give this one rating above Summer of the Leprechauns. Okay. I, I gave that a toilet paper. You did. Because you... I was so upset. And because there was nothing in it. It was just a book of nothing. Yeah, it was just horrible. This, at least... Has some world building, for lack of a better word. All right, so you're giving this. You're giving official rating as a centaur. A centaur, yes. Okay, it, it, it's something, I guess. All right, I I, I can't recommend buying it because it's ten dollars. Yeah, it is not worth ten dollars. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of these books. Yeah. It's like ten bucks is a is a very standard price for like a paperback book, mm-hmm. but a lot of them just aren't worth it. No, they're not. So I, I would not recommend it. It is a centaur. Yeah. Uh, the bare minimum amount of entertainment possible. And that's it. Uh, I won't be reading any more of her books. Um, this one got a little bit too real, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause we left out a lot of the stuff. Yeah. So, um, um yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. We have socials. You can hit us up on Twitter and uh, Instagram. They're both at a page too far. We have our email, which is, uh, a page too far. It's a page T O O far at gmail.com. We have a Twitch stream. Uh, we stream at a game too far. It's twitch.tv slash a game too far. Uh, we are, however, this is your this is your global warning number two out of three. Yep. We are going on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be taking uh, uh, probably a couple of months off. Um, there's some life situations happening. People got to move. So yeah. we are going to be putting the show on hiatus. We are going to be uh, putting the stream on hiatus. But we also do stream individually. You will be streaming more than I will because part of the reason we're Probably, going on hiatus yeah. is because I won't be around. Right. So if you want to catch him streaming, uh, he streams Beat Saber mostly, uh, Darth Llama, twitch.tv slash Darth Llama. Yeah, dude. But that said, we also have a Patreon. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, why would I support you on Patreon if we're going on hiatus? And the answer is because there is a ton of great content on there and we will be pausing our Patreon subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So if you're already a patron... When we go on hiatus, you will not be billed until we come back and put up more content. Right. But if you have never been a patron and you want access, we have tons of bonus episodes. We have footnotes. We have outtakes. 
Uh, we have commentaries that we just started doing randomly, and they're great. Yeah, we have like nearly a hundred hours of extra content. At least, there. yeah, yeah, uh, on our Patreon. Um, if you want access to that while we're gone, it will charge you whatever tier you want to support us at. It will charge you once, and then it will not charge you again until we resume it. Right. So. If you want access to all that kind of stuff, it's awesome. We appreciate your support. It will only charge you once. It will not continue the billing cycle uh, until we return and we start putting up new content. We'll give a warning first. And we will. We will. We'll give uh, at least probably two weeks. Yeah. Um, And we'll put it out on our socials as well. And the thing that helps us more than any of those things. Yes. Is to share with your friends. Yes. If you had a good time listening to this, if you think this podcast is worth listening to, share with your friends. It helps us out a lot. It does. It does. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, we're most of the way to our our, uh, our own link. Yeah, we're um, trying to get that direct URL. It's been so slow, but, uh, uh, but we're growing. We're getting but, there. Yeah, we. Do, I mean, we don't do any kind of advertising, right? We all right. we do is plug our own stuff at the end of the show. Yeah, and it's at the end of the show. We don't do we don't do post uh, mid roll ads. We don't do pre ads. No, and um, I would really, really, really like to keep it that way. Yeah, because we, we I don't, don't like do ads. ads either. No, yeah. no one likes ads. So if if you can't share it with your friends, tell people. Post it on your favorite forum because people like forums. But uh, but yeah, it really helps us a lot and we appreciate your support. Hashtag Bobo lives. Mm-hmm. Hashtag themed. Hashtag uh, hybrid categories. DBZ Doken battle for the win. Uh, <laughs> That's a very specific reference. It's the strongest category right now. Is um, it? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, God damn it.